Welcome to the Resurgence Audio Podcast. Resurgence is a community platform for spiritual development, and our mission is to learn to live as God intended. For more info on the Resurgence platform, or to get on the waiting list for the launch of the platform, please visit www.joinresurgence.com. Thanks once again for tuning in. Hey, welcome to episode 19 of the Resurgence Podcast. My name is Ben Richard, and I am the lead communicator here at Resurgence. The title of today's episode is The Good Stuff Takes Time. Have you ever heard something about God or been taught something through a Bible lesson, but found the opposite to be true through your own life experience? Let's say you've heard people claim that God is good, but then the question of suffering comes to mind, or that God is all-powerful, and then an even greater question comes to mind, a question like, how can God be good when he allows innocent people to die in the midst of war? Or how can God be all-powerful but not stop innocent people from dying in the midst of war? It's either that he's good but not all-powerful, because otherwise he'd stop the suffering of innocent people. Or maybe he's all-powerful but not good, because otherwise he'd stop the suffering of innocent people. What seems to drive a lot of our questions, our doubts, and our reasons against what we believe in God can be summarized in knowing that we don't see the end from the beginning. All we have is the here and now. And whenever the here and now comes with suffering, disappointment, or tragedy, we immediately begin to question the goodness and the sovereignty of God. So today I'm going to teach you a powerful truth about truth. This is the lesson summarized in one statement. Listen to this. If God's truth about a matter does not show itself to be true for you, here and now, then it will show itself to be true for you in the future. Because here and now, God's truth is being tested within you. I'm going to say that again. If God's truth about a matter doesn't show itself to be true for you, here and now, then it will show itself to be true for you in the future. Because here and now, God's truth is being tested within you. Truth is powerful, and it empowers the person who believes it. But the person who claims to believe the truth must be tested to see if the truth is really believed by the person. I've heard many Christians say over the years, Yeah, I used to believe that about God. But then my experience taught me otherwise. And this can be a hard reality to face when you're a believer. Because very often when truth is tested within us, the reality of the situation around us can be very convincing that what we once believed about the nature of God or the ways of God or even the truth about God wasn't really true at all. Let's go to the scriptures and see a real-life example of this in the life of Jesus himself. I'm going to read from Matthew chapter 3 and verse 16 to Matthew chapter 4 and verse 3. It says, After his baptism, as Jesus came up out of the water, the heavens were opened, 
And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and settling upon him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my dearly loved Son, who brings me great joy. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil. For forty days and forty nights he fasted and became very hungry. And during that time, the devil came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become loaves of bread. So this passage of scripture begins by telling us that Jesus had a powerful encounter with his Father as he came out of the waters of baptism. The heavens were opened and Jesus himself saw the Spirit of God descending and settling upon him. He then hears the Father speak saying, This is my dearly loved Son. Imagine for a moment the impact of that affirmation and confirmation of Jesus' identity. He is the Son of God, and God the Father himself has said this about him. The Holy Spirit of God had also confirmed this by coming to rest upon him. I cannot imagine a more powerful moment than this one in the life of Jesus, where he is both identified and empowered by God himself. None of the accounts of this moment in the Gospels say that the open heavens over Jesus were ever closed after this incident took place. It establishes the idea that God the Father continued to watch over Jesus from this point on. But something really contrary to the moment happens right after this powerful encounter. The Spirit of God, resting upon Jesus, then leads Jesus into a wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Why would the Spirit of God lead Jesus to the devil in order to be tempted? And that too for 40 days and for 40 nights. The answer is simply that Jesus had received a revelation from the Father about who he is and that that revelation needed to be tested in order to prove that he was in full belief of it. So remember that the father had said, this is my dearly loved son. But the devil tempts him by saying, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become loaves of bread. The devil continued to tempt Jesus, as the Bible says, for 40 days and 40 nights. The number 40 is the number for testing in the Bible. Because remember that even Israel roamed in the wilderness for 40 years before finally coming into the promised land. The difference, however, is that God provided food for Israel throughout the 40 years by sending them manna from heaven. But Jesus, on the other hand, had received no food at all. He had every reason to question whether he was really the dearly loved Son of God or not. But he held firm to that belief, even though his circumstances seemed to dictate otherwise. And as a result of this, in Luke chapter 4 and verse 14, speaking of the same moment in Jesus' life, the scriptures tell us that Jesus returned to Galilee in the full power of the Spirit, and news about him spread throughout the whole countryside. 
So remember the statement I spoke? If God's truth about a matter doesn't show itself to be true for you here and now, then it will show itself to be true for you in the future. Because here and now, God's truth is being tested within you. You see, if Jesus had doubted that he was the Son of God, he would feel the need to prove himself by turning the stone to bread. This is so indicative of believers who claim to have their sense of self-worth and identity in what God says about them, but they later try to find their self-worth and identity in what others have to say about them instead. Surely Jesus would have loved to come out of the waters of baptism and immediately begin his ministry among the people. Surely Israel would have loved to journey through the wilderness for a few days before making it to the promised land. And surely we would love to hear about how God is good and then see nothing but good things happening in the world. But that's not how truth works. Truth needs to make its way from our conscious mind all the way to our subconscious mind. And the testing of our faith will let us know if it has or not. So I say this to encourage you. If there are things you believe to be true about God, for example, His faithfulness, His love, His grace, His provision, His healing power, or even His acceptance of you. If you're going through a season of life that seems to dictate the opposite to you, be encouraged first that God thought you were worthy of the test and that upon passing the test, you will experience the truth to be the new reality that you live with. The good stuff takes time. And it takes time because the truth within us needs to be tested first. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I pray that you would make me the kind of person who is resilient in the face of struggle, courageous in the face of fear, and hopeful in the face of the most hopeless circumstances. I will not allow the condition of any season in life to define who I am or who I am becoming. You as my maker know me even better than I know myself. And so my faith, my hope, and my trust is in you alone. May the truth that I believe be securely held within my heart so that I, by overcoming life's challenges, may be a testimony of your goodness and your kindness towards me. I thank you for the ability to stand up in the face of any opposition and see the eventual victory come to pass. By your grace, and with the help of your spirit, in Jesus' name, amen. Okay, that wraps up today's episode. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune in. I hope you have an amazing day ahead of you. God bless you, and I'll see you tomorrow, same time, same place.